There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey everybody, uh, you're listening to Almost Accurate, I'm Jake. I am Ryan. And this is a podcast about movies, about TV shows, about video games, and this week we kind of want to start this episode off just a little bit differently than we normally would, uh, because we understand that there's quite a lot happening in the world, and a lot of extremely bad things that are happening in the world right now that we think are bad. Uh, well put, Jake. As... Two white guys, I know that this is not at all our ballpark to be necessarily be talking about this, but we just wanted to say that we absolutely express the utmost respect for Black Lives Matter and the entire movement, and that the the fact that we have this systemic problem of black people being persecuted by police is something that is absolutely horrific. We've seen people just... I don't know. It's it's the stuff we've seen in the last week, especially in the, the fact of police, the police brutality against peaceful protesters. Um, it kind of makes me sick to my stomach. And I just, we could not, from the bottom of our hearts, denounce such behavior more strongly than this. And I just wanted to let you guys know that we are, we are with you. We are listening and you have an ally with us. And we will be posting um, links. Uh, we posted a link in our bio right now to different um, foundations you can donate to um, within the Black Lives Matter movement. You can look, if you're interested in uh, showing up to uh, a protest, uh, they can help you. You can go through that link and help you coordinate to, to find a local uh, movement or group you want to join and protest. You can donate to the George Floyd Foundation. Uh, his memorial fund and also different various charities uh, within the movement you can uh, donate to. So uh, find some petitions uh, and get out there and uh, let your voice be heard. Uh, there's there's some bad shit going on in the world right now, and it's uh, it's high time for change, Ryan. <laughs> Agreed. Though there's more I'd like to add there. And feel free to jump in at any point here. <laughs> it's been going on for a little bit. Um, and I think just talking to people that I know, it's uh, you just got to keep your foot on the gas. It can't be a trend. Because right now it's currently a trend because it just came out of nowhere. Black Lives Matter was happening two years ago and then it kind of fell off. And not so much it fell off. It's just Is that the, the, the mainstream media and yeah, companies stopped paying attention to it and the core message of it. And exactly. now it's back at the forefront. Yeah, keep your foot on the gas. And I told somebody this today. I was like, you know, you got to push for Black Lives Matter first right now. 
because then maybe after you got to get it to where it sticks. You can't just be like, oh, we got a little bit of a change. Let's back off. It's not really I think, stuck. Like I said, we are two white guys, and predominantly we talk about movies and video games on this podcast, and this is not... We're not political commentators. Um, we're just kind of speaking from the heart here. We had normally to address we, it. Normally we get up here and we, we make dick jokes for about 10 minutes, and then we talk, talk about... Yes. Um, you know industry related news whether it be gaming or, or, or film or whatever um, it just this week it just didn't seem um, as appropriate and I'm sorry if this is a bit of a downer but you know if that if talking about this kind of stuff makes you uncomfortable good it should um, speaking from a position of privilege honestly um, we have an entirely different relationship with law enforcement as white people than you know anybody in the african-american community would would have and it's just you know it's hard to relate because we've we just don't have those same kind of experiences which is why it's important it's just law enforcement either i think it's in life in general it's so it's just important to listen right now uh and just important to to let Listen and ask people. That's what I've learned from going out and talking to the people I have, coworkers at my job. Um, it's important just to listen. And I think things make more sense whenever you just shut the fuck up and you hear somebody out and kind of, because it isn't, I don't know, some people are like, well, that's just the craziest thing I've ever heard. But maybe it's not so crazy if you listen to somebody. Yeah. And that's probably something that we all could be a little bit better at is actually listening instead of shouting at each other. What'd you say? Uh, <laughs> sorry. Listening instead of shouting at each other. Oh, uh, okay. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. So, like I said, um, you know, we'll, we, we'll be leaving that link up in our bio for, for a long, long time. And if there are more specific, um, you know, organizations we think would benefit from donations that we can pass on to uh, people that follow us on social media, we'll certainly do that. But... Um, just take the time to listen, reflect, and um, you know, take action because I and think don't it's, fuck your towns up. Yeah, it's high time for a change, uh, certainly. So, Ryan, what have we got in the way of way of news so far this week? We know that this is not the easiest <laughs> segue to make, and probably not the smoothest one. But um, mm. I, it's been reported that there's a Sonic Hedgehog two in development. Uh, pretty excited. We watched the first Sonic movie, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. So this is a report from uh, Jeff Fowler, who was at the Fuck head of you, the Jeff Twenty Fowler <laughs> Twenty Twenty. He's a foul person, indeed. Yes, he's a bird. Actually, he's part bird. That is he's insane. A, he's a turkey vulture. Would you say that Anyways, he's a human bird or a bird human? I would say he's a bird human. My he God. He has a first name, Jeff. No, yes. If, if well, no, that's a human name. Why would you name a bird Jeff? Exactly. That's why he's a human bird instead of a bird-human hybrid. Oh, it's a cover-up. Anyways, up. that's aside the point. Motherfucker. Uh, so he was in charge of... You can tell that we were both uh, stalling while we opened our phones. To I ain't <laughs> stalling, baby. This is me talking on a for real. So he helmed I'm it. actually this dumb. He helmed the 2020 film, and he's going to return to direct the sequel, uh, script by Pat Casey and Josh Miller. And it will be, again, a collaboration between Paramount and Sega. 
Sega. Uh, and so what Fowler said was the movie's still very much in the development stage and you know decisions have to be made yet regarding casting or production start date. So that sounds like they basically only decided that they're going to do a sequel and they haven't done too much else. Hey, we made money. You want yeah. to do it again? Sure. I okay. think that they were honestly extremely surprised that when Sonic came out, it did as well as it did. I know we both were. We thought... Uh, I was it, not high expectations at all. I was not really looking forward <laughs> but to those going are the to watch best. it. Those are the best. In my life, anytime, anytime there's something that I'm just like, I don't want to do that, I don't want to do that, I don't want to do that. When I finally get around to it, it's like the best thing ever in a lot of cases. When you are going in expecting a huge uh, pile of poop and yeah. it turns out to not be a huge pile of poop, Mm-hmm. That's an absolute win in my my book. Yeah, because that makes it that much better. You can watch a movie that's really just a six out of ten, but if you thought it was going to be a one out of ten, that movie seems like fucking gold. Which is kind of the case with Sonic. Like we really went. Into oh, it was this. better than six out of ten. Oh yeah, for sure. But we went into this after it got delayed because the trailer they put out it looked like they tried to draw Sonic from memory rather than looking at any of the games. Yeah, why would you want to um, do? That? We, we ah. did not have high hopes uh on, on this at all not that we thought that making sonic look more like actual sonic was going to make it a better movie but the fact that they came out and this that was the direction they wanted to go i was like they no. i'd watch that movie again yeah i, Hardcore. I would i would too i'm i'm glad they're going to do a sequel as long as they can capture the same just kind of vibe strange yeah it was a very strange vibe but and not like it was, put it on so many characters because I think the core that it was a buddy it was movie. solid. Yeah. yeah, it was a buddy movie. Um, and the fact that they're talking about casting and stuff—if they get um, what's his name, John Ralphio back, <laughs> fuck um, Tony, yeah, uh, Jim Carrey and James Marsden back. Those were—I think Jim know, Carrey would do it again. I think he'd do it again too. And I think that the the play between uh, Sonic and uh, James Marsden's character, I think, was was good. I think James Marsden has proven None himself. None of those guys are really doing anything right yeah. now. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah. uh, it was good. And I think Jim Carrey was definitely like... He was the highlight. It was more like 90s Jim Carrey in a way. Like He was he doing was a definite um, version of... You know, I don't know, it was a cross between Ace Ventura and The Mask and maybe a little bit of modern day Jim Carrey. <laughs> a little if, bit. If you've ever seen Kick-Ass 2... Jim Carrey was the best character out of that, and the only reason worth seeing that movie, which there were not many at all. Um, yeah, it's definitely um, it definitely turned out well, and I think it was a huge, huge surprise for for all of us in the fact that not only was it like a well-made kids movie, I thought it was just a general like it was a good time, and. I think we all need that right now. So the fact that they're doing a, a second one with the same director, I think is I think definitely. Let's bodes get well nasty. So let's see where it goes. Why? Why not? Why not? <laughs> I'd be ha- I'd be happy about that. I'm glad they're gonna do another one. Um, there's Goosebumps game coming out. How you feel about that, Ryan? I don't know how I feel about that. I can tell you how I feel about the movies. Um, really, this is just a segue for me to talk about how much I love Jack Black at this point. I feel like he fell off for me. And then I've seen him in these last two Goosebumps movies, and I just watched the second Jumanji movie. I love, I love that man. He's great. <laughs> he is freaking great. You're gonna have to. You're gonna if you haven't seen Jumanji, get out and see I it. I haven't, but I think Jacob. Is, we've discussed that that's a possible idea for our, our next 
mini series that we're going to be starting especially in light of there not being a whole lot of new content coming out get the fuck out of here yeah, we might do it we might do it Ryan we might do it we, we might, might do, do it. it not excited <laughs> about the Goosebumps game but you know whatever. it might be good doubtful uh, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid which we've reported for is the first fighting game with cross play uh, I guess you could play like PS4 and PS2 or not PS4 <laughs> PS2 they're putting the PS2 on my god PS4 and you, you can play like right Xbox and cable. stuff you can <laughs> Which I've never understood why you couldn't do that in the first place. Money. That's and, crazy. <laughs> and honestly, yeah. Oh, and by the way, this Goosebumps game looks like garbage. So don't play it, but go see the movies. I really, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't too jazzed on it, but I wasn't also very surprised at that at, at the well, same time. It looks so. terrible. So, Ryan, there's going to be a PS5 event tomorrow, or actually it's going to be... Are you kidding me? Later today. There's something with PS5 happening? I just burped into the microphone. I hope mm, nobody heard yeah. me. It's going to be later today when people are listening to this, or June the 11th, if you're listening to this on a What if nobody day, listens to it tomorrow? If like they're listening to this like tomorrow, a week from now. It's like 20 like, years from now. Yeah. Well, like PlayStation be, 5. We got be PlayStation 8 now. Regardless, this next segment will be an interesting time capsule because we're about to report on something that hasn't happened yet. And by the time people listen to this, Fuck probably yeah. it will have happened. Speculation. So now we get to wildly speculate on stuff that we expect to see and or hope to see. It's so, like the Super Bowl again. Exactly. It's wild speculation time, Ryan. What do you hope to see? What do you think we're going to see? And I don't know. What's the third thing? <laughs> um... What, do you think that the controllers will vibrate so you can go to the cactus patch and masturbate? Yes. I definitely think they're going to... As most people would want. They're going to put some haptic feedback in there so that cactus patch is going to be even better than normal. Yeah, no. That's what I'm talking about. Jack and Dexter number three. It's I'll gonna, let your boy get some invincibility. Hello. It's going to turn from a cactus patch to an agave field. Oh, yeah. Oh, exactly. yeah. But um, I would say that I'm excited. I would like to see something with spider-man um i know we had spoken you said you thought maybe there would be something with god of war not really jazzed on god of war um i expect to see something with psychonauts because if i don't see something with psychonauts after they've been talking and talking and talking and talking and talking about <laughs> I'm gonna it flip your i'm gonna murder somebody <laughs> Hello. um what else um, I think there will probably be a Ratchet and Clank game. Honestly, surprised that they're not trying to do like a new Crash Bandicoot game, because everything's remakes, remakes. And I'm thinking if you go to like a new PlayStation system, then why wouldn't you try to do like a new game? I think you would want something like that. I think I don't know. I think Crash is almost like the unofficial mascot of PlayStation in a way. Especially, I think it was especially in the '90s. I yeah. think people definitely associated Crash with the PS1, but. I would be. Uh, oh, somebody's getting full. <laughs> I sneeze when I'm full, but oh, I yeah. also have allergies. But yeah, for the it's definitely not Corona, probably. <laughs> More than likely. Let me just cough on your microphone. I can't believe we've been 15 minutes into an episode and we haven't mentioned Corona yet. This is probably the first time in like the last 10 episodes we haven't had to address that. This will be a time capsule for people to go back. People are going to be doing like college studies on this. This will be a fascinating time capsule for us as well. (laughs) Be like, man, nothing happened. The world sucked during that time. 2020. 
was brutal. <laughs> Somebody showed me uh, a meme today, and it was uh, three fingers in a shocker position, and two had gone into a vagina, and that was 2018 and 2019 were posted above it, and they had little smiley faces and stuff like, yay! <laughs> and then the pinky was the pinky was 2020, yep, yes, exactly. and it had shit on it. Interesting. Accurate. But also yes. very accurate. Incredibly. There's inc- nothing inc- almost about it. It's all the way accurate. All the way accurate. There's a very apt description of the way that this year has gone. And the fact that it is, we're in, approaching the middle of June now. And not a lot of positive stuff has happened so far this year. Uh, I mean, the weather's nicer. It was warmer. But every time is I come it, over here, it's like fucking England. It, like it's fucking raining. Like Seattle. Every, I'm beginning to think you are a bit of a harbinger of doom. And the fact that there is a... Just dark clouds and stormy skies every time you approach my house. Well, you know, I've been listening to a lot of Alkaline Trio lately. So I'm assuming that they're plays unrelated. <laughs> no, they're definitely related. <laughs> I control the weather. Um, it's interesting that you did that. It's <laughs> We got off track. As far as stuff I'm expecting <laughs> to see tomorrow. Oh, yeah, just jump right in. <laughs> Don't even spit on it before you do it. Just get right in there. I would... I think that there's... Heavy speculation that there's going to be Horizon Zero Dawn two. Are and you stoked on that one? You got to be. I would be, and I think it's it could potentially be announced as either a launch title, and I think that if it was, that would be an extremely important one for them to launch with because I could see that Horizon Zero Dawn was kind of the way it launched in 2017 when right after the PS4 Pro came out, and it was kind of the re, it was a game that is absolutely stunning to look at. And it was kind of the reason why Sony was nudging people to buy a PS4 Pro. They're like, don't you want to see this? Don't you want to see how good it looks? Don't you want to see how good this game looks a little bit better? Um, Nope. And honestly, character models um, and acting, not great. But in terms of an overall world and art design, one of the best looking games I've ever seen. It's definitely a fully fully realized world and it looks incredible and i think if on next gen hardware i think i think that'd be amazing also a really fun game to play too um i i enjoyed it a lot it's a humongous game <laughs> it take will take you a while to get through and i think wasn't what long- you try to do you try to get lost in a game and and yeah and if it's an interesting world yes you can interesting world decent enough story i think it was definitely compelling enough for me to kind of get lost in that but the fact if it comes out as a launch title with nothing really to kind of distract from it like i know there's going to be other stuff that's going to come out but if that's like your big like linchpin mm-hmm. be like this is why you should seriously consider buying a ps5 when it the day it comes out whether it's november i'm guessing i'm guessing oh it's got to be around so the holidays that's, that's for the sure other thing we're kind of expecting tomorrow like i think we we're going to see what the console looks like. I think they're going to say when it's coming out and optimistic. optimistic. I <laughs> You're a big boy. See, that's how excited I got. You're Op- a big boy. Optimistically. I think they're also going to say, here's what the price is going to be. And they're going to be like, Hey, part of me, we're going to fuck you hard with how much we're going to want. Part of me is thinking that they're kind of playing chicken with Microsoft to see who says how much it is first. And then whoever announces their, their, First, they're gonna the the second company is gonna go. 
My dick's bigger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or they're going to say, here's our console. It's going to be $50 less or something. something they're like, you know, oh, we changed our minds. We're going to make it $75 less. Something incredibly snarky like that. Like they're just waiting to see like, oh, PlayStation 5, it's $25 less than the Xbox or something. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> That's how they'd probably end it. And it'd probably be a slap fight. I think that, I hope this isn't the case, but I think we're going to be looking at 450 or more. Well, let me just take out a loan. Let me <laughs> let me do some fucking mortgage over here. Here's also what I am yes, considering. Yes, kind of a line of credit. Here's what I'm also considering that they're thinking about doing, or at least what I think would be a cool idea, leasing a console. Oh, no, kind of like, why? Kind of, kind of like a phone. Think about it. $50 a month and then you own for six months and then you own your console at the end of it. I think that were just any kind of payment plan just so people are like, hell Put yeah. Put it on layaway. Hell yeah. Like PS5 going in on day one. You can get it. You only got to put like $50 down or some shit Come on, like man. That. They ain't got play, uh, Nintendo Switches right now at Target because well, they just sold out. And that's been that's, out for awful plural. And that's because Nintendo is notorious for not understanding the market and maybe they do understand the market i I don't like we're making money i think they produce way too much of stuff people don't like and then when people actually want to buy something they make like 12 of them yeah and then they're out for months (laughs) that's a classic classic behavior on their part honestly (laughs) they are always kind of underestimating and overestimating different things. Where is <laughs> Nintendo's uh, facility located? Nintendo's in Japan. Japan? Okay. They're not, they're not associated with China. Japanese companies. <laughs> Microsoft, American. <laughs> China. For Orion. Co- COVID-19. Those, those, I don't know. Sorry. Those stats are for... But all of... It should be noted that all of those companies have heavy manufacturing base in China. Heavy padding, too. Also heavy petting. Yes. Two in the pink, one in the two, two in the Sony, one in the PlayStation. <laughs> one in the twenty twenty. <laughs> um, Jake, yeah. that's disgusting. Do you think we'll see a remake in there at all? I think that for sure. I there. Are if I don't games, see a fucking remake, I'm going to choke somebody. There are games coming out this year, especially at the end of the PS4's life cycle. That I think there are. You're definitely going. I think you're going to see a Last of Us two either remaster or ultra hd re-release like, oh, okay yeah, yeah they're yeah, definitely gonna that. put that out again in like six months after the, that game comes out on the they might even bundle it with the first one uh and uh ghost of tsushima is coming out in july i would be shocked if there wasn't an upgraded or just a thing where you can buy like a, here's a next gen texture patch that you can download as DLC that makes the game you already own look better. I'm gonna get same the new for, Madden game. Same for games like Red Dead and Cyberpunk comes out in September, which is gonna be very close to yeah. the launch of those those new consoles, and that's gonna be a cross console thing. So I would be super surprised to see if there wasn't some kind of either re-release or update for those those games on the, the next-gen consoles because they're going to be backwards compatible, at least in the very beginning. So, oh, I, I think I they're be, making something where I've seen something like every game now that's coming out for PS4, they're going to make them backwards compatible, or maybe they came uh, out this year. Yeah, for, at least for P. I can't speak for Xbox, but I think that Microsoft is a little bit better in terms of... Microsoft is a little bit better in terms of backwards compatibility and the stuff that they offer through um, their online service to where people can... 
have access to a wider variety of Because PlayStation games. was like, yo, we can make money off this game again. Yeah, we can definitely sell you the same thing twice, and we're happy to do that. But don't you dare try to stick that disc in there, because you know it ain't going to play. <laughs> but we'll be, ha- we'll be happy to sell it to you online, though. <laughs> you know, I'm... I'm such a sucker for those things. I'm like, oh yeah, because like I bought Destroy All Humans on PS2, I bought it on PS4, Here's and now it's coming out again on PS4. On PS4. I'm like, and, oh my god! But and, just the first game, and now in next January they're gonna be like, hey, here's a twenty dollar texture pack to make it look. Here's that we tweak the lighting oh, a little bit. <laughs> what I've seen now Destroy you can humans, see your reflection in puddles. Fucking stoked! <laughs> I'm pissed off that Psychonauts Two has not come out yet. Yeah, I, I think there's a. I I just hope that we're gonna see something to be excited about. Oh, dude! I it's gonna be there's gonna be some boner. Yeah, and there, my friend. And get on your get you know, your bone. They, they get on get your bone. We're going to announce. Your they were bona. going to do this presentation on the fourth of June, but obviously for various reasons and all the stuff going on in the world, they decided to push that back. So, I I just hope to see some something to be excited about. Yeah, I want to see something sexy. And uh, <laughs> sexy. And honestly, the thing that is sexy to me is like good games, good exclusives. Give me a reason why I would want to buy this other than Spider-Man. It's going to be faster and it's going to look better because it's a new generation console. So yeah, that's the minimum of what I'm expecting. Duh. Give me a game that I actually want to Make buy. Make me drool. And I have to buy that th- thing for. You don't want to get the first uh, console though. <laughs> Gonna maybe maybe it might be for the best that you don't. Yeah, I'm I'm torn about it. Like for the last several months, I've been torn on whether I want to trade. I've got the PS4 Slim. Whether I wanted to trade that in for a Pro now that I have a, a 4K TV that I can actually play it on. Don't do it, dog. Don't do it. Just save up your your nickels the, and your pennies. And of course, Sony's been teasing us, man. They're like, hey, here's a new logo. Here's the controller. Here's an hour long presentation where we talk about. Solid state drives and teraflops. Uh, eventually, we're that gonna... girl can jump and make a crazy belly flop. <laughs> teraflops does sound like a really nerdy porn star name. What? Well, to me, it sounds like just some fat chick named Tara because she just flops. Mm. Like, hey, like what's belly... Tara doing? She's belly flopping. Yeah, because yeah, I picture flopping. like fat dudes doing that. Yeah. But now you throw the name Tara in there. I'm thinking a chick. I'm thinking a lady. I'm thinking a woman. She's painted a up big woman like the Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Just doing belly flops into a kitty. Long pool. hair don't care. And she might be smoking meth. Anyways, that's that's what they did. They did that last presentation at a trailer park, actually. Mm-hmm. Trailer park, that's flops. meth again. <laughs> There's a big meth theme that kind of unites all of the stuff we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Meth. Because we're currently smoking it. <laughs> All right, what's what's next what here? <laughs> uh, well, the hottest wolf man ever, uh, ladies and gentlemen, get ready to drool because Ryan Gosling is starring the reboot of the Wolfman movie, which I assume that he'll be the Wolfman. Or and we've already the- talked about boners here now tonight, Jake. But here we are again. This is a boner waiting to happen, my friend, because Ryan Gosling, he's always good in everything he's done. Give me one bad Ryan Gosling movie. Oh, well, choke you! One bad Ryan Gosling movie. Mm, the Notebook? Nah, bitch. That one was pretty good. He had his own band there for a little bit called Dead Man's Bones. They were like a folk horror indie rock band. Really? 
Yeah, they're not bad. I'll play you a song later. It's actually pretty good. Well, I um, just like him more. You know, he could have been a member of NSYNC. Really? Yeah, he was also on the Mickey Mouse Club. Interesting. How much boy? Um, Universal is had some mixed results with the Dark Universe. They had the remake of The Mummy with Tom yeah. Cruise. It was oh fucking janky, and nobody liked it or watched it. And then we also had The Invisible Man. Um, People got a little, earned little good a whole bunch of money, and they didn't spend a lot on it. And that was my dad much, bought it. Much much better movie. My dad's like, I gotta get these DVDs. Wow. You said that movie's good. I'm gonna go buy it. You like it? Um, <laughs> I, well, it's definitely different. I think he did enjoy it. It just wasn't what he was expecting, which I think is a good thing. Yeah, because it isn't like some dude that. drinking a potion or taking like some shot. It's like, hey, it's science. I've never watched that original one. I've just seen like the screenshots from it, and it looked awful. So just I some think dude wrapped this, up in bandages. Yeah, I think this interpretation was better, and in the fact that they tied it in with like domestic violence and. I don't know. It was it was a well-made movie, and they did it on not a huge budget, and I think it turned out really well. It was one of the highlights of the year, honestly. My so dad just was... recently got Hollow Man, too. Hollow Man. Hollow Man, like the yeah. first movie with Kevin Bacon. Interesting, yeah. Because so, it's the movie. Like I said, Universal's had some mixed results with this trying to kick off the dark universe, and I, you know... Good on him for trying. If it's good, it's good. It's if Ryan it's Gosling. Not. It's gonna be great. Uh, Lars and the real girl. We'll see. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. We'll we'll see how it goes. But uh, speaking of seeing how it goes, uh, longest uh, the, the it's always sunny in Philadelphia is now one of the longest live action comedies uh, running. I don't know how they calculate this. <laughs> well, Ozzy but, and Harriet they go by seasons. Ozzy and Harriet apparently had more episodes than Always Sunny because Always Sunny will release like. A 10-episode season. And, I mean, yeah. you do that, that's only 150. So. so they've just been renewed for 15th season. But I think that Always Sunny, they don't do an episode every or Or, excuse me, a season every year. It's kind of like, especially lately, there's been like a couple years between seasons releasing. But uh, this has been going for a really, really long time. My favorite character is Dennis. Some people say that I remind them of Dennis. I could see that. Could you? I could see that. Okay. Um, I haven't watched Always Sunny in a long time, but what I have watched, I've really enjoyed. I think I think it's a funny show that I would enjoy revisiting. So maybe we can maybe we can do that on the podcast sometime. Yeah, Meggles is watching it right now. Is she? Yes, she is. How's that going? It's going wonderful. I think that she's enjoying it. She said it was a gym that she had forgotten about. Ain't nothing like rediscovering a forgotten gem, Ryan. Ain't nothing like a pee break after you've Ain't nothing like done a seamless so transition dialogue, yes. that we almost got away with, but but you had uh, to call it out. That's <laughs> what I do, man. Carol Baskins wins control of Oklahoma Zoo that used to be Joe Exotics. So some real world news that's also depressing, maybe? This short story is Carol, she won a $1 million. Carol fucking Baskins! Yeah, sorry. That, that bitch! Yeah, let's refer to her by her legal name. That bitch, Carol Baskins, won... Dr. Phil, we're looking at you. ...a $1 billion judgment against Joe and his mom many years ago, but she never got, like, any money. Uh, But now, according to documents obtained by TMZ, so you know that this is legitimate news. You gotta know Uh, that. The judge said that uh, Joe Exotic's transfer transfer of the zoo to his mother and Jeff Lowe was fraudulent. So now the judge is granting Carol control of the land to help satisfy that $1 million judgment from that old trademark lawsuit. If uh, Jeff Lowe would just sell all of his Harley so, jackets, he could probably buy it from maybe. her. Maybe. 
Maybe throw some affliction t-shirts in there as well. Oh, yeah. Um, so the, that this federal judge is saying that Jeff Lowe now has 120 days to get himself and all of the animals off of that property. Oh, wow. All the animals? Uh, so, yeah. Apparently, he just reopened the G uh, the GW Zoo uh, and rena- he renamed the zoo Tiger King Park <laughs> last month and reopened it. Makes sense. I mean, that's what people are going to know it as because of the Netflix series. Let me ask you a serious question, Jake. So wait, hold one second. Here. Go he said for it. Him and his wife, Lauren, anticipated this. Um, so let's see here. I think that they're actually um, the land that that uh, park previously occupied. It, they were planning to, but they were at the end of the documentary, they were building a new one anyway. So I mm-hmm. think that's actually finished now. Yeah, they're probably so, like whatevs. Here you go. That's what it, that's what it looks like is happening. So and Jeff, and some little some extra salt thrown in here at the end. Jeff and Lauren continued, considering Carol spent approximately two point five million dollars chasing her one million dollar judgment. We congratulate her on her new acquisition of sixteen acres in rural Oklahoma. <laughs> They took a final parting shot saying the possibility of human remains being buried on this land should make her feel right at home. <laughs> Just don't kill your husband. But Jake, oh, there's there's God. a serious question that lies here. Um, Currently with social issues and things like that. Um, my question is to you, marry, kill one, or fuck one? So there's Carol Baskins, there's marry Jeff Lowe, and Win- there marry is kill or Joe fuck Exotic. <laughs> Who are you marrying? Who are you killing? And who are you getting nasty with? What were the options again? <laughs> Jeff Lowe, Carol Baskins, and that guy that Joe did the interview Exotic. in the bathtub. Oh God! Or that weird guy on the chest. Well, I would have to. Yeah, exactly. That guy too. Oh. So I'd have to kill Carol Baskin. Really? Yeah, because I'm assuming that she'll she... kill you first. Exactly. So logically, that takes care of that. Perfect. Um, I would say. That Joe Exotic would potentially be... Um, he seems like he'd be a soft lover. He's very kind to his yeah, lovers. He'll like give you mouth. So p- potentially better in a long-term relationship. Jeff Lowe he'll wear that lock like on he'd his, be really lazy in penis. bed. And he also wears a bunch of flick, affliction t-shirts. So but maybe you, he works out and wants to watch UFC. Maybe yeah, gets his maybe. sweat on by banging you watching UFC. Maybe. See, see, the way I'm thinking is that George Saint Pierre, George Saint Pierre. I wouldn't necessarily want to be the one to to. I wouldn't want him to be the one you had to fuck. But I think it would be the one you would do to get it over with because Joe Exotic is potentially a better long term relationship. Yeah, maybe he's willing to settle down. Maybe he's clearly yeah. He's only had like four to six different husbands, so he's clearly one time that was willing to settle down. Two times. Though, I will say you're not in his age bracket because his current boyfriend, Dylan, seems to be younger than the both of us. So you're, so I'm already aged out of that. You've aged out. You were well, just some old piece of man meat. Well, anyways. Yeah, uh, no, I definitely, Carol would be the one you have to kill first or she will get you. You know what I'm saying? I, I guess. You de- well, you definitely Strategi- don't want to marry her. I'll strategi- strategically, I would have to. I would have to say that one. Yeah, so you're going to take two to the butt just to know that you're going to keep on living another day. I hear you. I thought, yeah, that's not what, the way, direction I thought you were going to go up there. But anyways, in this hypothetical situation, well, does it That's matter? how men love each other. 
when two men love each what other else and they're in news, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're about, we're about done with news this week, right? No, but when two men love each other, Jake, it's very important that you should know it's this. It's called a J.K. Simmons. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Simmons. Uh, um, more Spider-Mans. They said he, he said that he had signed on to be in more movies, but doesn't know if he'll return for the next one because uh, they want to do that parallel universe. But after we had watched the last Spider-Man movie for this podcast... I said to myself, I probably will never watch another, another Tobey Maguire movie. Fuck you, Seabiscuit. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> no, we ain't doing that. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I, I'm sure he'll No, we won't it. see. It's going to be a definite no-play. <laughs> uh, Daredevil might be coming back to Marvel. That's kind of big news. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, You're just I don't not excited about it. You're yeah. hurting my feelings. Like, get excited, excited about it, it man. Um, Bioshock, the collection, Bioshock collections on Switch. Apparently, it's not very good. <laughs> oh, Big Daddy, tell me more about it. <laughs> Apparently, it looks like shit, runs like shit, and it also costs about forty dollars more if you buy it on the PlayStation. Uh, so, taking all those things into consideration, you mean forty dollars less if you buy 40, it on the PlayStation? Forty dollars more than if you buy it on the PlayStation. So, anyways, yeah, I okay. I looked at it. I was like, I've never played these games. I'm definitely interested in it. Uh, I looked at the Switch one. I was like, okay, okay. And then I went on PlayStation's having their day of days of play sale, which goes on for the next two weeks or so. And the same Bioshock collection. It was fifty dollars on the Switch. I got it for eleven dollars on the PS4. So, damn, dude, you hustling. Make, make of that what you will. Every uh, day I'm hustling. <laughs> I definitely think I got the the, and it, it looks better and seemingly runs better and. You know, I I think certain things on the Switch, if you, you know, are playing with headphones and stuff, it's if it's a game that's got a lot of, um, you know, cut scenes and, and spoken word dialogue that you really want to listen to, I think will play better on the TV anyways. And if you are set on playing that on the TV, basically, you might as well invest on a different console then. I mean, because PlayStation and stuff... The same types of games are always cheaper on PlayStation or Xbox, and everything on the Switch is just more expensive because it costs so much more to try to get it to run on that system. So there's compromises that are going to be made, and it's a it's a big undertaking to get get it to play on the Switch to be in handheld and in TV mode. And I don't know if you're just going to play on the TV, just get it for for the PlayStation. Get the PlayStation, bitch. I've played the it's last... It's cheaper. Yeah, I've played the first three hours of the show with the first, the first Bioshock, and I'm enjoying it so far, and definitely, I think, if I were... I would be missing out on part of the experience if I were playing this in handheld on the couch without any, like, volume on right now, so I, I definitely think I made the right decision, and also save, you know, $30 in doing so. so. Yeah. Save <laughs> your money, player. Yeah. Maybe Jake. I'll talk about that more on another episode, but yeah, Bio, the Bioshock collection so far definitely... I would if you you know if you have the money to blow and you don't you don't care get it on the switch but if you really want to save some scratch it's literally like 10.99 on the PlayStation right now right so, now yeah get it get it now if you want it get it right get it tight Jake I'm going to I'm going to bet up what we got going on here I'm going to hit you with the last little bit of news here we had a Bill and Ted a trailer released today, the first one in about 45,000 years. Yes, you're listening to that now. <laughs> there is sound on. Um, <laughs> Evil Dead, there's going to be another movie. What? That's crazy. 
Um, I've never seen Bill and Dead or Evil Dead. Evil Dead Two is like my favorite Evil Dead movie. Really? It's it's uh, Sam Raimi, um, who did uh, Spider Man movies, which we talked about not being that good. But um, he also course, did course. Drag Me to Hell. Um, I, I it's it's enjoyable. It's weird. It's creepy. It's kooky. <laughs> I dig it. Um, <laughs> Netflix. Oh, go ahead. Just say maybe it's one we could revisit at some time. Oh man, I think it'd be weird. I think it'd drive you crazy. We're starving for new content right now. In the first movie, a girl gets raped by a tree. Okay, there you go. It's like the shape of water. Gonna. um, Well, actually, if you get in the water, technically, water is going inside of you. That was consensual, though. Is it when water goes inside of you? Just because you get into a shower, it's like, ooh, the water's inside me. Never mind. That's that's another thing for another day. Sorry, talking about two different things at this point. Uh, Netflix and the U.S. government may end up in court. Why? Because Space Force, that name, in other territories by the show on Netflix has been copyrighted. So Space Force is not recognized anywhere else. That's so funny. Uh, <laughs> who fucked that up? Maybe it was fuck Tony. We'll touch on that here in a bit. Um, Spider, uh, Spider-Man... Uh, Spider-Verse <laughs> 2. Yeah, there we go. Into the Spider-Verse 2. Begins production. production. And we know that the first one was actually really good. Did you ever watch it? Yeah. Oh, you did yeah, I did watch it. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was one of the better movies I saw of 2018 for sure. Not quite as good as the first Halloween, but oh, definitely. <laughs> or maybe Hellboy. Uh, no, that was 2019, and that movie sucked ass. Oh, that movie, so, <laughs> there was a lot of ass that movie Not sucked. Not as bad as Men in Black International, but. Either way, yeah. some ass was sucked that day. Oh, but yeah, looking, standing here, looking at my phone, looking at this lovely photo of Steve Carell with his moon camouflage against the moon background. I think it's time we talk about what we're talking about. Talking about, yeah. (laughs) What are we talking about this week, Jake? Talking about Space Force. Oh, is that what we're talking about? Talking about about Netflix's Space Force. Well, let's talk about it, Trademark. Get that talk on. I'll make sure to include that in the episode title. Get nasty. Talk (laughs) it out. Because I don't want to get sued. Oh, by the way, uh, (laughs) nobody will be able to get sweaty at 12 o'clock anymore because Cops is being canceled after 30 years. Yeah. New news. Um, (laughs) I don't know. I like to get my sweat on, dude. We Space Force was one of those weird ones to where we saw a trailer like in 2018. I think right around when this podcast was first getting started. And it looked absolutely nothing like what the finished product was. It looked like they got together and filmed that trailer with nobody else other than Steve Carell that wound up being on this show. Being in Scranton. <laughs> just being like, what's up? It looked like they are actually on a space station too. So this, what we actually got turned out to be a very, very different sort of uh, Yeah, sort none of, thing. of what they showed was made it into the actual show. What? So yeah, and after that initial trailer... We didn't hear about this for a very, very long time. A year almost. We kind of thought that they forgot about it or maybe it was in, you know, it was in limbo as far as production. Or was it just bullshit? Or was it bad? Did they decide to just not make it and didn't tell anybody about it? Um, But the good news is, though, Ryan, they did make it and we watched the the entirety of season one. Myself. Ten episodes. 36 minutes probably for each one. So it's short watch. That was the thing I was most thankful of when I first pulled this up was the fact that most of these episodes are 30 to 35 minutes long. 
And I was like, well, this shouldn't be, this shouldn't be too bad. I watched all of season one and across two different nights. And I have to say both of those nights were entirely different experiences. I think that for something like this, I think the marketing in this was a little bit off because it was Greg Daniels and Steve Carell. Maybe they thought those names would just suffice. You know, I thought, yeah, I think that they kind of leaned on that and the fact that they leaned on from the creators and producers of The Office. Maybe that was a mistake because I think that's primed people to have a certain expectation of this. They're expecting Office 2.0. Which is not the case. And I don't think that... Yes and no, there's touches of it. The way that this is created and the way this is filmed, I don't think it bears much resemblance at all to The Office. Really? Outside of the fact that it's a workplace comedy. Well, I think some of the actors, like Steve Carell, some of his things that he does whenever he gets upset or something like that. Potentially, but I think that's just Steve Carell acting in the same way that... Still the same. Same way that Will Ferrell, whenever he does a freak out, like across different characters, it's still Will Ferrell doing a big demonstrative freak out moment kind of yeah. like a gene hackman almost like <gasps> gene hackman really, i haven't heard that name in a long just, time or sorry gene wilder <laughs> is what i meant you know it's just a big over the top like just explosion on screen like it's a very similar sort of thing steve Carell is much more like a toned down version of that but he he always plays like certain characters that are kind of like naked diminutive and like mousy in nature but they have these big moments to where they have this just rage and anger that bubbles to the surface well that's like will ferrell Um, it's the same sort of thing where that was bewitch that was like the best part of the bewitch movie that was just terrible i was high and watched it or the other guys where he has that freak out scene where that was a great movie bad cop bad cop and then also a terrible movie yeah (laughs) the i'll be a tuna and you'll be the lion Oh, and yeah. he made that up too. Yeah. That I, was I great. Those are some great ad lib moments. There's a, not a lot of this that I think that Steve Carell's ad libbing, but I think part of that is because he's a, a co co writer for this series, and he's definitely got a vested interest in this. And I think that there are certain political elements of this which are automatically going to turn certain people off to it. I don't think it's a secret that back when the original impetus for the show was. The president of the U.S. who we've had Donald Trump multiple things to say about in the past and And dumbass. Well, yes, stupid, (laughs) Um, egotistical, narcissist, giant baby man, big (laughs) orange turd. (laughs) Anyways, we've had plenty of stuff to say about the about him, but the idea for the show basically came from one of his tweets or one of his dumbass speeches, where he basically kind of created. A space force. Well, yeah, boots on the moon. And after that, uh, Netflix and Steve Carell basically teamed up and ran with this idea. So, and they hurried up and got the copyrights. So, like, there's America pay you know, us on that space wolf. There's definitely political elements in this show, which I think are going to turn certain people off. But I, I don't think that they're, they are kind of in your face in that they're clearly referencing people in the real world but i don't know if they're necessarily saying anything more than what you any preconceived notions of these people so there's definitely there's a president in this that is only referred to as potus uh president of the united states for those who didn't know it's an acronym yeah different congressional members which are depicted which have a, a foil in the real world which they've basically just got someone that looks similar to them and has a similar sort of temperament um a and, lot of famous and, comedians are in this too. Yeah, and they they don't have anything necessarily imp- 
different to say other than here's a representation of this person. So I, I, you know, I don't know how, you know, successful or funny that is other than saying, Hey, this person looks like this person. So maybe is this the real world? Is it not? It doesn't, you know, in terms of it being a metatextual conversation, I'm not so sure how successful it is, but you know, just overall impressions of this as a show, I think it's decent. I, I wouldn't say it's it's a it's a home run by any stretch, and I think part of that is because it takes at least four f- to five episodes, so literally half of the season, to really find its footing nah. and find its tone. For me, it certainly did, and maybe that was part of my. Maybe I don't think it takes four episodes. The first maybe two, two episodes. the first two to three were the weakest, in my opinion, and it definitely improved after that. But it 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 seems like. They might have been trying to establish the characters, too. And to, uh, pi- pilot episodes of any TV series are, are notoriously difficult because you have to establish and you have to establish so much. A setting, a place, uh, your characters, their motivations, uh, establish an overall tone. It's a difficult thing, and this show struggled to do that. Um, it's It takes, you know, Steve Carell, he is a, he's a general in the Air Force, and he gets a he gets a big promotion, and then he's offered the chance to to head this new branch space of the military, force. the space force. And the space force, it turns out, they're a bit inept. They're they're not they're not really NASA. They're not really the Air Force or the Army or the Marines. They're they're kind of their own separate thing, and they're really kind of struggling. And they're an, an amalgamation of people from different branches of the military and scientists. And there's that kind of tension between those, you know, those types of over-the-top, by-the-numbers military characters and these scientists who are either, you know, they're very technologically minded, they're very rooted in processes, or they're very kind of, um, you know, eccentric and flamboyant, sort of like the John Malkovich character. Who is the best character of the show? He is also, also probably the highlight. Adrian Mallory. Highlight for me. The way he's introduced, I particularly enjoyed where he walks into his his office, and that's kind of a mo- running motif is that Brad is th- is that <laughs> Steve Carell's character is a general whose secretary is also a general, but is very very bad at keeping anybody out of his office. Well, just doing his job, doing I anything think he's in pretty general. Fucked on that, <laughs> he, he can't. He pretty much sucks. <laughs> At no point does he seem to be able to put his foot down and stop anybody from entering he's his office. He's a one-star so. general, and he's a dumbass. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. It's 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 funny, and it it does. It, it's funny, but it's not as laugh out loud funny or as ridiculous. Or quite as awkward a lot of times as as the office, and I think not a lot of pauses and silence. No, and if if you were looking for like people doing the fake interviews and speaking to the camera and oh, stuff, you ain't gonna this, get that. It's it's not that. I didn't think it's, about that. It's That's com- true. Completely different in terms of tone and, and setup of that. So it's not presented as you know a, a pseudo documentary or anything like that. Um, but it, it's a show that it struggles at first to establish a tone and a narrative, and it, it doles out a lot of characters which are underdeveloped for several episodes, which you know you kind of expect in the first season. But I think it doesn't do a great job of doing that up until about episode four onwards. 
And the show really does, in my opinion, find legs after that. There was enough for me in terms of establishing characters and being like, oh, this person would would react in this situation. Or, oh, of course, like Steve Carell, if he suspected somebody was actually like a Russian spy, would hack into this and, you know, display this information, um, you know, for everybody in the control room to look at. It, it it does make sense, and you know, there's certain moments where stuff like that happens, and it made sense for me that that character would would act. They in that didn't kind really of way. explain where he went. He just showed up, and he was dating Steve Carell's daughter, and then it was like, oh, he's gone. Uh, yeah. Um, I that Russian spy character was pretty funny, and how overtly he Obvious was. It was. Yeah, and he was always like pulling out a notepad and saying like. What's your dog's dad's first dog? Where he's name. clearly trying to guess like the security questions to hack into his his password stuff, and he That's some beat up references shit, stuff about his like check from Putin being late or something like that. <laughs> it's just some really like ob- just really obvious stuff, and he's like, "Call me." I can't remember his American name, but call me Gregory or or whatever. Yeah, yeah. There's I, a spider on the wall, Ryan. It's uh-huh. crawling towards my lamp, and it's actually a very large spider. That's not a large spider, man. He's large enough against this. That's not a large spider. Uh, Choose life. You man. know how I am about animals. He's going up into the corner, and I hope he stays there. Well, he'll maybe get he'll the bugs spin, out of here. Maybe he'll spin a web and catch some of the mosquitoes that yeah, we've accidentally put into the house. Accept it. He's a yeah. vital part of the ecosystem. Yeah. Don't He's not a vital part of my ecosystem, though. Well, I mean, you could put him outside, and he could be a big part there. of that ecosystem. So we'll, we'll check in on that before the end of the episode Don't you to see kill if this spider moves. You can't play God here today. Mm. Don't, don't do it, Jake. How would you feel if I came and killed you? Just because I didn't like you. I wouldn't feel anything. I'd be dead. Well, I would make yeah. sure you'd suffer. Because how dare you kill Spider. Oh my god. So sometimes when we do this, I watch my phone. And there's a man pulling a horse out of another horse. But giving birth? <laughs> <laughs> The there was silence a, was there perfect. Was, there was a natural pause. The first, <laughs> the first reason for that pause was number one. I was pulling up my actual notes from this season. <laughs> the second pause was after I pulled my notes up. I was like, "What the fuck just happened?" Yeah, this is <laughs> this is some wild shit. Well, right now I was kind of going through looking for some news in case there was anything else that came out. Talk about the fucking space. Force. And there's like a horse coming out of another horse. This is blowing my mind right now. Okay, uh, Space Force. Um, I was stoked on John Malkovich because every time I ever see him in anything, he's just like this angry old man, which he kind of was. But in this one, he's he's smarter and he's able to articulate um, more and convey more um, emotions than just anger. He is more than an angry old man in this. Yeah, and I enjoy I enjoyed the about Steve him. Steve Carell's daughter. I hate her. She's <laughs> she's like, I've seen her. She was in Booksmart, and she could be a good actress, but her character is just written so plainly. She's um, just like the rebellious. She's a kid trying daughter. to figure it out herself, and yeah, maybe she, I've just she doesn't like. They come above from and beyond DC, that. In my the spider's life. on the move, Ryan. He's he's on the. <laughs> maybe there's bugs over there, man. Just let him let him be. It's popcorn ceiling. Maybe he's found some more popcorn over there. Yeah. Well, 
Don't kill him, Jake. I'm keeping my eye on him. Let him outside. There's a lot. There's like thousands of dollars worth of stuff right here. So I'm not yeah, going that to, a spider's I'm not, gonna I'm not, take. He's like, oh, this guitar. No, I gotta I'm, get he's it. He's not man. going to rob me. I'm not going to climb on top of this to try to get him. But if he's on the move, <laughs> choose life. Anyways, hide under the fan. I I. His daughter also was written kind of plainly. I thought that maybe they could have done more with that. I did like this the the one episode where he had like promised he's like I'm gonna help you with your trigonometry. Oh yeah, that was like a hardcore he, dad. He just never like he didn't make it home because he's totally devoted to his job. But then when he came home, so, he helped her. Also, um, Lisa Kudrow is in jail for yeah, what we don't know. Well, she's Michael. She, she's Michael Scott's. She's Steve Carell's daughter. No, his wife. Wife in this, excuse yeah. me. Um, oh and man, there's, my man's there's drunk. A scene, yeah, there's a scene. <laughs> there's a scene right at the beginning where they're they're in bed together, and you know, there's his wife. You know, he's like, "Hey, I've got this promotion, and they want to send me to Colorado or whatever." And she's like, "You should do that. You should do that." Am I freaking sure. out by staring at the spider? Exactly. You're definitely. It's distracting. I'm just gonna start looking around. He hasn't moved in seconds. It's been like a minute. The spider can give me the middle finger like three different times, though. Mm, he's he's content where he's at. Maybe it's a she. You ever thought about that? Won't be that, man. Statistically speaking. Oh, there we go. We're moving. We're yeah. moving. I think that female spiders are actually the larger ones. Well, that's a small spider, it looks like. This is killing me. <laughs> um. <laughs> Could you imagine just crawling on your body? No. <laughs> Why? I don't want that. Is that freak you out? I would literally put that spider in my hand and take it outside. I hope you do. Well, Jake, we both know that I am not that tall. If I was, I would have a scholarship, and I wouldn't be here with anybody. Stand on my shoulders. Oh, oh, good, good. She's coming down now. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) Part of me wants to let the spider out of this room, but also part of me doesn't want the spider to leave this room. You know what I'm saying? Well, you probably would not want the spider to leave the room. They could leave the house. They could leave the house, but I'm just thinking. But I like, don't want it to just like go and burrow in my bed somewhere because I also I I don't want to get butt butt ass naked in bed and there be a spider in there. You know, I'm weird about things. Whenever me and my wife we went to this place called Cafe Europa and you could eat outside and there was like a a a, a mouse running around. <laughs> so, well, I, so. There was a mouse running around. I was like, oh, look at that mouse. Maybe we could feed him. This is just like Europe. <laughs> yeah. And then like, yeah, like Ratatouille. And then after like five minutes, we saw a second one. I was like, this is an infestation. <laughs> and I was like, there's rats everywhere. It went from a mouse to a rat. Exactly. One small rat is a mouse, but several mouses. Mice. Mises. Is rats. I... I'm all about life, you know? I would just say, let him live. I am all about not having a spider on my nutsack when I wake well, up. Well, I'm all about night. you taking that spider outside, play. Just get, like, maybe glass we'll, and put the spider we'll, in there. Maybe we'll get a chance. <laughs> just do it. Maybe we'll get a, a chance to do this. Um, Some other gripes that I had about this Space Force show. Uh, a, his wife, we didn't figure out what the fuck she was in jail for for 40 years after a year so, of yeah, the beginning that was, that was the thing I was getting to onto. present day. Yeah. We flashed from that to present day. We have no... Lisa Kudrow is in jail. We have no idea why, but we only know that she's in there for a long, long time. And she wants an open relationship. Because Steve Carell, apparently... 
based on how many lock- rockets he launches, gets conjugal visits approved <laughs> by the president. POTUS, <laughs> he knows what's there up. There was one where he was supposed to, he was like all dressed up and was had like cologne on and was about to like take a helicopter there. And they get called off because a rocket like exploded on launch pad. And apparently he gets all the way to the prison and the, the, the guard was like, nah, these got canceled by the president because he said sex is for winners. <laughs> and, and he was a leather. <laughs> which I thought was really funny. And also <laughs> just about in line with what I would expect in that situation. I think that Lisa Kudrow, she has come out later in these episodes saying that <laughs> it's okay, man. It's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm still looking at the Still got eight legs. <laughs> um, she's She asked for an open relationship with Steve Carell, who she is married with in the show. And he was not down. And then she convinced him because she's going to be away for a long time. It's kind of selfish. And she also said that she had just get the divorce. had a relationship with a, a prison, one of the prison guards. <laughs> Louise. Louise, yeah. Um, Steve Carell's also dating somebody else. So, yeah, there's a there's a lady that he works with who is, uh, she's like a contractor. Foreman, something? Yeah, she's like helping build onto the, the uh, building, the base or whatever. Not really that important, but they she's have a... She's a comedian clearly in have real a, life. They have, clearly have like a mutual connection um, and a little bit of chemistry there, so it, it does make sense from... A relationship point of view, uh, but Steve Carell likes the blondes. Yeah, in in the office and in the show, it's always been blondes. Jake, it's okay, babe. <laughs> you come sit in my lap. I'll take care of you. Um, it's always blondes for the most part, except for the episode he was dating Mike. Mm. That girl, that lady was like brunette. Yeah, it's Steve Carell. Was likes Holly blonde? Yeah, dude. Was Holly blonde? I ought to beat you. <laughs> As we've stated uh, in the past, after like season three of The Office, I kind of stopped paying attention. That's so. fucked, dude. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucked so hard. Like I'm aware of certain events that happened, but as far as details, I'm not. You just want to see Jim and Pam you know, got fanatical. Together. Yeah, after that, it stopped being interesting. <laughs> well, guess what? They got together. And how do you know? Because at the end of the last episode, episode or season three, it's when he asked Pam out. You didn't know where it went beyond that. Like I said, I've sampled some of the other ones, but that's kind of when I stopped paying attention. Well, guess what? I'm going to sample your blood because I'm going to kill you. <laughs> um, what else did I not like about this show? Not a lot that I didn't like. There was a lot that I did like. There's some one-liners I wrote down. Go that for I it. Liked Black on the Moon. Good um, to be Black on the Moon again. That one of the best ones. Yeah, one of the best ones, and probably one of the most topical ones that we that, that we heard. Um, her Russian boyfriend. Okay, so she gets a job at this uh, like froyo and hot dog stand. Uh, on base, which was called Neil Armstrong's, <laughs> uh, which I liked. Uh, her Russian boyfriend, uh, he's he goes to Steve Carell's daughter, and, and he said, "You come to see Daddy at work, and also your father," which I thought, <laughs> which I thought was was great, and it, the way it was delivered was really awkward, and was one of the first times I actually laughed out loud during, uh, during the first few episodes of this. Well, yeah, that guy just kind of dropped off, though. I have no idea. I think he was murdered. Um, episode four was the one where he had to go and live in that lunar habitat, and they ate a whole bunch of potatoes. 
uh, he started having like hallucinations and um, like that was bad kind dreams. of sweet though. Yeah, and, but he like would talk in his sleep when he was having nightmares. He would sing songs and yeah. stuff like that, and then and it made sense. And they would recount the other people that had already been in that lunar habitat experiment. Wrote down that he said, "Daddy will give you more cream." <laughs> but he was uh, talking about <laughs> his daughter dead. and ice cream. Yeah, well, he was, uh, yeah. but that's not what he said out loud. <laughs> Um, they ate a whole bunch of mashed potatoes. Um, I loved how he ridiculous Steve Carell looked when he went for a jog in that spacesuit and like the, the outside in the the desert in Colorado and like oh with his daughter weather. yeah he's wearing the the fucking spacesuit suit jogging around. Um, oh and- God, the thing's halfway down the wall, Jake. You know, you're looking at the wrong spot, sir. Oh, it's only a matter of time for he ends up in your mouth. That'd be quite, quite a leap. Well, look at you, man. You were worried, worried, worried. Yeah, the thing is on the move. It is. He is on the move. She is on the move. Uh, they're gonna attack your feet. Look, we're about to stop, it's aren't we? Be, we're about to stop, aren't we? Well, it'll be okay. It's, it's just a spider. Boards. You think that spider can penetrate you? I'm not. That's not what I'm worried about. What are you worried about? Just, I don't. I don't want my I don't want my home invade. Look, I don't I didn't You let to, me in here. You're right. You could probably I've invaded this place multiple way times. Way more property damage than the spider could be responsible for. Oh, definitely, for. man. Mm, he's crawling on the baseboard. But yeah. Jake's skin starts to crawl. I can tell that you're just so uncomfortable. It'll be okay, man. <laughs> this is way worse than any other episode we've done where you've tried to do anything to like make me uncomfortable. What if I went and picked it up and then like put it on you? Uh, yeah, first of all, <laughs> you have never got close enough to me. If you had, actually you don't think so? I, the it, door if, is like right by where you it's don't at. know how fast I could move. If, <laughs> Deal. I'm gonna try. If, if I felt like, let's it. see what happens. For the listeners at home, Ryan's put his microphone down. He's currently put his hand on the wall. The spider has crawled into the corner right by the door. There we go. I got him. He's actually performing a very good Samaritan uh, deed right now. He has a a small black spider in his hand that he's currently carrying to the front door and placing it outside. So never say that Ryan doesn't have a big heart because he does. He loves animals. He's always looking out for him. I would have squished that spider in a second if it was up to me. I'm just going to try to fill time while Ryan is gone. Uh, but I can tell you that Space Force, uh, definitely a, a good show. It definitely, it start. Uh, <laughs> I've just, I've actually just been informed. I've been informed by Ryan and my girlfriend that the spider is now AWOL. The spider fell off my hand. I and was right by the door and the can, spider came right off my hand. So I will just... I was to- not scared of the spider unless it's like on me somewhere, but it's not because it was on my hands and all of a sudden it was like, nah, dipping out. For but the listeners li- at home, I didn't I'll get bit. either... I have two choices now. I can either move or I can burn the house down. Um, those are the only two options I have left available. So other people live in this, like they're connected to your house. I am going to be burning this townhouse down and everybody else's townhouse is attached to me, but the the spider didn't bite me. So you should feel better about the situation. I feel less good about this than I did earlier. I bonded with it. And those people are good. We bonded. Yes. 
Ryan, any more thoughts you have on Space Force? Um, no, I've I've really been enamored with the spider. This is this is kind I'm of sure like everyone what will love this with episode. After people this. with ADD have uh, podcast abilities. Um, I think that it can be better. I'm really excited for the cliffhanger because I'm sure that we finally made two. it to the moon, and both. China and America were competing with each other and had bases on the moon and they destroyed each other's bases. So they're going to have to work together. Without conventional weapons. Yes. It's mostly a wrench. So another bio, Definitely with wrenches. Another Bioshock tie-in. <laughs> um, and then Steve Carell, his wife, Louise, and his daughter are kind of on the run from the law in a helicopter. Which I think is an also, interesting cliffhanger. It's cool that Steve Carell's a pilot. He's a helicopter pilot, and he just flies around in a helicopter in this. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> That's a nice touch. He I, He's very good in this. He's well-spoken. He isn't so idiotic like Michael Scott. I think this is I think this is a good show. I think that it has set the stage for, um, for a season two, definitely. And I think it's got it's opened the door for – it's got a lot of potential for it. And I think that season two should be better burped again i it's good there's a spider on your foot jake no it's not you look down though definitely did (laughs) uh watch it if you haven't watched it already i mean there's not a lot of new stuff coming out and it's it's definitely yeah why wouldn't worth it it's not a huge time investment to watch this season so i would recommend it and unlike every other time we've uh talked about a, a entire season of this series we didn't spoil too much of it so have have that what you may. If there's a spider on your wall while you're watching this series, have Ryan come over. Have choose Ryan life. come over. Yeah, choose life. Ryan, anything else you want to add uh, to Space Force or anything else? Um, no. Uh, I saw Jumanji. We spoke of that, so I think that movie's tight. So everybody needs to go see the Jumanji two movie and probably the first one. Jake, you need to go see this Jumanji movie. I will consider watching it. No, for sure. Definitely see it. Well, guys, thank you for listening. If you want to give us a five star rating on iTunes or any other rating platform that you're able to do that, please do share with a friend. And thank you for listening. Uh, Ryan, as we say at the end of this and every other episode of Almost Aggregate. <gasps> False corn 25 days ago, people said 99 pictures. Until next time, folks. Peace out, hoes. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.